Hey guys, welcome to session 10 of the Nurse Money Talk podcast. My name is Thomas Yuzebnum, and in this particular episode, we're actually going to take a tour of my backpack, if you will. And well, not just my backpack, but a nurse's backpack in general. And we're going to talk about probably 15, 18 ish items that every nurse should probably have in their back or backpack or whatever you use. And the reason why I said should is because some of these I don't have in my back. And there's been plenty of times that I've looked back and I thought to myself, man, this would be really, really helpful if I happen to have one right now. So I actually get started with the list. If you find this podcast episode helpful, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed and give it a positive rating on iTunes or whatever your podcast platform of choice is, whether that be Spotify, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, whatever it is, because it really does help us in terms of our reach to other nurses like yourself. So let's get started. Number one is click pens. You're probably saying to yourself, well, a pen is, well, that's a duh. I mean, what nurse probably shouldn't have a pen in their back. But notice I said click pens. Okay, so your options pretty much are either click pens, pen with a cap, or pen with no cap. Or just like everything's exposed. One, if like the tip of the pen is just exposed, scrubs are going to get ruined. It just marks on you. You can mark on your hand. And the other thing is I just don't like the way those look as well. Number two, you have the pens with the caps on. They solve the issue of the pens with, you know, where the tip is just exposed in terms of it keeps, you probably reduces the likelihood that you're going to mark on your scrubs. You know, you can find some ones that look halfway decent as well. But the issue that I have with pens that have caps on them, regular caps, is that it requires two hands for me to use them which might seem kind of silly, but you know, if I'm busy holding one, like holding one thing and I need to sign or write or do something else, if I have a click pen, I can just pull it out of my pocket with one hand, expose the pen, sign what I need to sign, retract the tip and then put it back into my pocket all with one hand. You can't really do that with with the pen that has a normal cap, or at least I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, if, if somebody out there can actually do it with one hand, that's impressive. And, you know, go to the show notes page and on nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash 10 for this particular episode and let me know because I I can't do it. So, so that's why, like, I'm a huge fan of click pens. I honestly, I like more, I guess if you want to call it premium pens. Typically, I'm using a Pilot. As far as pens go, they're not cheap, but I like the way they write. And I like the, especially if you get more of the more expensive Pilot pens, like, you know, it has a, a nicer grip to it. So if you're doing something where you're writing a lot, like if you work in a facility where it has paper charts or you're doing a lot of paper charting, then having a nice pen that can hopefully keep your hands from cramping is, 
I mean, to me, that's that's awesome. I mean, one other thing that I that I'll also mention with that, especially if you do have a nice pen, or at least okay, two other things. So one is that make sure to put your name on it in some fashion, whether it's a tape or something to where you can know it's yours because people just run off with pens and by people, other nurses, other staff members, respiratory respiratory therapists, physical therapists, doctors are notorious for just running off with pens and stethoscopes as well. Make sure you have a way to market, especially if it's a nice one. And the other reason why I would say market as well is because number two, depending on the facility, pens can be hard to come by which seems really weird, but they they can be hard to come by for some facilities. So, so I would just always stock up um, with some pens as well. Two, of course, you got your trusty stethoscope. Personally, for me, I use a Lippmann. I have a couple. My favorite is probably the Lippmann Cardiology 4. I know also that's my wife prefers as well as the Lippmann Cardiology 4. So make sure to have like a stethoscope name badge or on it. And I'll put a link to one in the show notes as well. So make sure you have one. And because like I said previously, doctors are notorious for borrowing it and then walking off with it. Or even like other nurses or whoever else that asked to borrow it. Make sure you have your name on it. Make sure you have a way to, to identify it. And then even if you carelessly leave it somewhere, some people think that people are just going to steal their stethoscope and walk off with it, which and that will happen. So don't be leaving around expensive stethoscopes. But some people, though, are going to try to return it to you if they have good identification on it, you know, if they know where they're going to go. So, for example, like I found a stethoscope, you know, of course, being a nurse working for, you know, so many years, like I find stethoscopes lying around. So the difference between having a name badge on it and not having one is the difference between me finding that stethoscope and then just, okay, I don't know who this is. I'm just going to leave it at the nurse's station. Maybe they'll come looking for it. Or me knowing, oh, okay, this is Susie's stethoscope. Let me go just go give this to her. That's a huge difference. Like one, it actually gets returned back to you. In the other one, like it just gets left at the nurse's station or wherever lost and equivalent of lost and found is. And then you run the risk that somebody else might come in and then take the stethoscope. Next one, snacks. Between being a nurse, of course, we hardly get times to actually have breaks. So snacks are one of those things where it's always nice to have some around. I prefer ones that are like individually packaged, like uh, mixed nuts or whatever the case is. So I can just kind of open it and it's like a serving size right there. And that's what I prefer. But I think having snacks, especially if it's like healthy snack options, is really great for when you're trying to avoid candy, especially if your unit has like a candy box and the where I'm working at now, we do. And you can't believe how many times like I'll just go in there and I'll just keep eating candy just because it's there. When if I had like a protein bar or some other healthy snack, that would have actually helped reduce the likelihood that I was going to go over there. So next one is like, so you're looking at like over-the-counter pain meds, like a Tylenol or an ibuprofen. 
I don't carry around over-the-counter pain meds. I have gotten headaches where like I wish I did have some, but I know a lot of the nurses I work with, they do carry some with them. They'll keep it in their locker or, or wherever. So that's probably one to consider, especially like if you do have a history of having a lot of headaches, that might be one to think about. Just be mindful that your headache that you're having might be caused from like dehydration. So if you've been working like a long shift, it's like you're eight hours in, you've been running around and you haven't had a drink of water. So just kind of keep that in mind as well. Next one on here is I put in a smartphone. This one, you might be thinking, well, that's a dead. Well, some facilities you may or may not be able to carry your smartphone with you, but I actually did want to talk about the smartphone as well because if you're a nurse, you should probably for sure have a case on it. And I think you should consider making sure that it's a waterproof case, especially if your phone is has, you know, it's not rated to be waterproof or water resistant. Phones slip out, they fall on stuff that they bodily fluid or whatever. And then you can just wash it off with soap, take, you know, one of the purple wipes, wipe it down. So it just, it makes things easier if that's the case. Number six is water bottle. And so this one's good for earlier whenever I talked about preventing pain. So water bottle, I usually prefer. So like a Yeti tumbler, Yetis are expensive. That one's the one that I like because it, you know, if I put ice in it, like it'll keep it nice and cool still for like hours and hours on end. I'm more likely to drink cold water than if it's like lukewarm or if it's like hot water. So that's why I I prefer Yeti. Though I will say this though, you don't necessarily have to have Yeti. There are cheaper options, but unfortunately you kind of have to do a little bit more digging to find what that cheaper option is. You know, that would do the job. Number seven is your badge. But the thing with this one is it's not just your badge. It is your badge on a retractable badge reel. If you work in a place where like you have to scan to get in or scan to do whatever, having one that clips that's not retractable where I have to unclip it, tap it, and then clip it back on, that's annoying. A retractable badge reel where it's still clipped on, pull it out, you know, pull it, scan, and then it just retracts back in. Those are perfect. I only use badge reels. Some facilities may or may not offer you their like a branded badge reel once you get a badge. If they don't offer it, not a big deal. We have um, some selections that you can actually go look at. I will say this anyway, a lot of you, once you see the ones that they do give you, you're probably gonna go buy your own because you can get like custom work done like on badge reels. So pretty much if you wanted to accessorize, since honestly there's very few ways to really accessorize, a badge reel is a great way to accessorize. Number eight, hand lotion. A lot of units will have hand lotions there, but let's be honest, the hand lotions they provide. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. So I usually, I'll just carry my own if my hands are starting to get very dry. Number nine, hand sanitizer, which you would think that you wouldn't want a hand sanitizer since you work in a hospital, but I just like keeping one with me anyway for situations where outside the hospital or I haven't gotten to the hospital. I hardly use it, but I just like keeping one anyway. Number 10 is a Sharpie. But the thing about Sharpies is that when you need one, you can never find one. Or when you need one, you find one 
somebody's left it open and it's dry. So I always like having a Sharpie with me, but what I do is I get the small Sharpies, the one that actually clips on to your badge, and that way you always have it with you. Kind of like the same thing with a pen light as well. You can get those small pen lights. And so if you work in, in a facility where you're doing neuro checks, you really need to make sure that you have your own pen light with you. Number 12 is a foldable clipboard. So especially if you do a lot of paper charting, but even still, I like having a foldable clipboard with me. The nice thing about foldable clipboards is that is that they'll fold and then they'll just actually go in my side pant pockets. And so I can always have it with me. That's actually also like when I'm working where I'll have like my report sheet or uh, brain or whatever, um, is that I'll just have it there and I'll have it folded so that when I need to write, I'll unfold it and it's already ready to go. Nursing scissors or bandage scissors. I mean, honestly, like nursing scissors, like even if you work in a facility where like you're not really using it often when you need one, you'll wish you had one. Number 14 is a drug guide. This one, I mentioned earlier, I was gonna come back to the smartphone. I actually prefer the drug guide on the smartphone just because those will always stay up to date and I don't have to carry a book or whatnot. The good ones that I have found on the smartphone do cost money. So that is something to keep in mind. But then again, I mean, the drug guide is also gonna cost you money as well. But I guess the difference is the one on the smartphone is recurring, but it's also actually staying up to date. So, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on how you wanna deal with that. The next one, number 15, pulse oximeter. I'm kind of a hit or miss on this one. I, I don't like carrying around a pulse ox with me at a situation right now where I don't typically need it or when I do, like it's always around. But I always kind of feel weird about nurses who will buy their own pulse ox and carry it with them. I don't, I'm not really a huge fan of that, but I know a lot of nurses that do that. So I just figured I, I'd bring that up as well. Number 16, change of clothes. Let's just say that I've had plenty of situations where I need a change of clothes. I mean, you know, we work in healthcare, bodily fluids. I don't have any other way to say it except crap happens. And that honestly might be more literally than, than figuratively. So just having like a change of scrubs is always kind of nice, just so you always do have a backup. Number 17 is kind of like a light sweater. Unless it's winter time, I don't generally carry around a light sweater with me. I know plenty of nurses do, so just something to keep in mind. If you are normally like cold natured and you tend to be get cold easily, then you'll probably want to make sure that you keep like a light sweater in your bag or keep like a light sweater like in your um like in your locker. Number 18, the last one I'm gonna mention is a watch. Interestingly enough, I've seen a lot of nurses who don't have watches and I've always considered them like a nursing necessity just to keep time. If you have like a smart watch, you can actually start setting alarms as well. If you're waiting for an, you know, not advocating this necessarily, but life does happen. If you're waiting on an important message or a text or clear from like a kid or a spouse to make sure they're okay, it's a good way to kind of get a quick notification without actually having to 
pull out your phone. I use a Fossil smartwatch, but you know, there's always the, like I said, there's always the Apple Watch. And of course there's the Fitbit, which is very popular, especially for those who are exercise focused. That is all I actually have for you today. If you are interested in either getting to the show notes or also if you want to see like the items that kind of recommend for most of these categories, you can actually get to it at the show notes by going to nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash 10. So that's nursemoneytalk.com slash podcast slash 10 to get to the show notes for this particular episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.